we are live. Okay, how does this go? I don't know if you can say that we're live on a recorded medium. Uh, no, I can't. Uh, we're hot. We're all on hot mics. I'm live with my new book that I wrote two years ago. <laughs> no one, no one have too hot of takes. No one break KFAB. Uh, Andrew, keep that Southern accent on lock. We can't let people know. Wait, am I supposed to keep my Southern accent going so that they don't know that I'm not from the South? Or am I supposed to keep it locked away so people don't know that I am from the South? Uh, I mean, you're not from the South. So like, no, why would you have a Southern accent? We can't let people know we've been... We, the Volunteer Reviewing Podcast, come to them on July 10th, 2023, episode 225, have been lying to them for 224 episodes. No offense to our podcast, but like, if we were playing characters this whole time, and we are the people that we chose as characters, three white dudes who met in college in Madison, Wisconsin, and then moved around the country... No, you don't understand. Jesus. My character has tummy problems. <laughs> yeah. You don't get it. We like the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> All of us to varying degrees. Yeah. We spend an inordinate amount of time in our short, short lives on Earth focusing on fantasy football. We don't know that. We don't know it's short. No, we don't. No, I got I got a few hundred years in the tank. We're yeah. Good. We're ready. Yeah, I think you mean short so far. Yeah. Oh. oh. Of the of our twenty five years, we have spent an inordinate amount on. Yeah. Yeah, because we're all twenty five, right? <laughs> I just said twenty five and then didn't realize how sad <laughs> yeah, that <wait>. is. <laughs> oh, Ryan. Yeah, uh, my brain. I I I don't know. I'm Lucas DeWriter. I'm I'm drinking red wine that pairs perfectly with this podcast that I got. For my 28th birthday. And I can't complain right now. I'm You're doxing okay. yourself. How many Lucas Deriders are there out there? You've just What's narrowed your it down. Name? Yeah. But yeah, I'm just on the internet. Like people. Yeah, people have asked me out through Twitter DMs. People have like sent harassing messages to my phone number. Uh, I'm, Whatever. Now that you've shown face more with like the the Twitch live streams. Yeah. Is that ticked up or down or no real difference? That's that's about the same. I got I got one out in the wild at Anime Expo. Like someone mm. was like, hey, are you like on wikis? Are you like on wiki videos? And I'm like, yeah. Exactly. And they're like, oh cool. You should work on the formatting of this one very niche wiki that had 600 page views in the course of a month and i was like okay cool i'll take that under consideration thank you for letting us know yeah no like genuinely that's what i'm here for like yeah conversations like this yeah Yeah. sure it may be like very specific and not really necessary but like that is genuinely why i am here so i appreciate it i if this turns haven't had a chance to look into it yet if this turns out to be (laughs) part of a systemic issue then like no great conversation here yeah it was like it is it is at the bottom of my to-do list but at some point, get around to it. I I spent all of the week after Anime Expo following up on Anime Expo. Uh, no, that's a tomorrow job. Um, 
Patton posting shit that I did there on LinkedIn because I talked to somebody and apparently LinkedIn is more important to people's careers than what I've come to realize. So I think I have to give yeah, a shit about I've that. Yeah, I realized that in the last couple of weeks too. I hate it. Yeah. yeah don't you guys, wouldn't you rather like die though than like use I LinkedIn on Yeah, absolutely. That's what I yeah. mean. I'm not going to use it. Right. I'm not going to be a LinkedIn user. That puts me behind the eight ball and I hate yeah. it. Yeah, it makes you cool. There's there's two types of people who use LinkedIn at my company. There are the people that are fucking power users and everyone thinks they're lame. And then there's the people that are like on there with nothing, like literally just like their titles and the time that they worked at that job. And that's it. And it's like, yeah, we're the cool ones. I've never made a LinkedIn post. Yeah, me neither. I think I commented a handful of times, you know, Ooh. like when someone reached like a like a big milestone or like got mm. promoted into a big job and I actually knew who they were. And I said, congratulations. No, that's cringe, that's it. Fam. Oh, you got to get off platform okay, for myself. that. Yeah. Any any LinkedIn interaction is cringe. You got to you got to take it to the DM somewhere. <laughs> I have had like stuff go through LinkedIn DMs, so I guess I don't know if that counts, mm. but sometimes you don't have any other way to contact some people i'm posting on linkedin and my only hot take there so far is that wow the ability to upload video there surprisingly robust for any social media platform like linkedin yeah, how else are you gonna LinkedIn's put your videos. weird story about uh, yeah. like the the dog versus the wolf and the dog leading the other dogs to the penguin carcass where the the wolf keeps all the others away and eats the penguin for themselves and and that's the difference between a good leader and just a <laughs> boss and and also the the penguin was the one that was interviewing you for the yeah. job and <laughs> those are my favorite i found He's out like, about oh, suicidal oh. penguins yesterday shit's on linkedin <laughs> uh, it, it, actually on tiktok come no. on that's tiktok suicidal penguins on linkedin and the penguin is uh productivity and it's 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 killing itself because we're not being in the synergistic office. yeah <laughs> yeah we're not collaborating enough and contributing to our company culture yeah no that's that's more accurate i don't know for me it's always like a recruiter that's like here's their top 10 tips for how to get your resume noticed by and it's like god I... how do you wake up and make that type of content like i think of like king bach did you see he's trying to make it a comeback on threads? No. Uh, the guy from Vine, the really, really cringy guy from Vine. Trying to make a uh, comeback on threads. I think of that kind of content, like the cringiest, awful comedy content ever. At least you can like hold your head high. And we're like, you know what? I tried to entertain people and it, and it sucked, but that's okay. I... Imagine making like grind set, like, here's how you get ahead in your career type content, like for sad people like with bad motivations. I don't know. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you make something that's like an AI could never make this credit to you. Yeah. Miranda yeah, Sings. That's, we that's see human you. of you. That's, that's a good thing. Colleen Ballinger, Miranda Sings. Uh, we see you. You're making real content. You're you play that ukulele. <laughs> I'm not a groomer. I'm just a loser. I, I legitimately got would never. 
I got Streisand affected because of that. I had never heard of that human being. No, yeah. J- until she put out that video me. and is like, I okay. So you guys never saw Miranda sing? No. When she was Jade on like showed... Fallon and shit. Like she went mainstream. When Jade showed me who she was and like the weird like the makeup lipstick yeah. shit that she would do, like I recognized the face and I assumed that I had seen her on Vine or some shit. But like I didn't yeah. know who she was or what her stick was. I never watched a single video. The only times I saw her was when she broke through to like mainstream bullshit, like late night talk shows or something. And I was like, this is awful this is like fred level bad like how yeah. did this go mainstream? that's that's why her viewership is all entirely made out of kids that which is why she has grooming. access to kids in her dms i don't, that that's what soured me like coming out of college on or and in college i guess on any kind of career in youtube or like independent content creation because yeah everyone huge there like you were they're big on the backs of like tweens and that's they're the people with time i don't youtube at the end of the day is is more of a time suck than than a tiktok or an instagram like you gotta have time man i just don't want that to be my audience i don't want like me to man what is a 12 year old going to think of this thing that i made i I don't want to spend any energy on that it was the it was the old feud from the rooster teeth sub companies like the Funhouse versus Achievement Hunter feud, where like Achievement Hunter would brag about their sub count, and then Funhouse would be like, "Oh, how do, uh, yeah, how about those twelve-year-olds, huh?" Like, because Funhouse made shorter form content. Like Achievement Hunter would put up full, mm. unedited, fifty-minute let's plays, and like, I, if you're an adult with a job, you cannot watch that. That is yeah. prohibitively long. Whereas Funhouse would cut it down to like 10, 12 minutes. So. That was that was the old bit, and then yeah, the achievement hunter guy, one of them, ended up, yeah, being a bit of a predator. So shocker, shocker, like here we are. Seems well, like so did one of the funhouse people, but in a different yeah. way, not a predator. I, I don't think he was under that anyone was underage for no, COVID, right? Um, I think the person that like catfished him was pretending to be underage. Really, I think I Adam. I thought that was the whole thing. Or no, not, I thought I thought I think it was just that he was at shit, work. Not like act. Mm. I don't think they were underage at all. Okay. I think it was full blown, like just getting him to do shit at work and everything. And that maybe the videos taken without his significant other's permission and everything was the mm. the downfall. But I, I might be misremembering. But that thrill, that sexual thrill of coming on a keyboard at uh, a sexual thrill of completely ruining your own life and making the lives of people that are close to you worse worse yeah Yeah. just torpedoing everything not (sighs) also on the podcast today uh what does not kill him makes him stronger uh, unless some uh, legal proceedings go through, in which which case our boy is weak as shit now. Uh, Ryan Holtz. Wait, what legal proceedings? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. now I know. I know what you're referencing. No, there's no such thing, man. That is such <laughs> bullshit. That what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's again yeah. like weird grind set. Like, <laughs> nah, man. Like that's just scars. That's what makes you good. And it's like, no, scars are bad, dude. Like. Not, I'm not saying that all of us should strive to live like conflict-free lives where we just 
eat fucking saltine crackers all day long but like no man there's such a thing as damage and it's not good like we can start pretending that that's what makes us good i don't know weird shit i I get the word damage tattooed on your forehead and then own it it's all tied into like this weird individualistic pull you up by your bootstraps bullshit like nah if you if you had a rough life that's good yeah (laughs) i have suffered therefore i have lived yeah I don't know. No one should go through what I went through. It's no. bullshit. It sucks. Wouldn't wish it on literally my worst enemy. Like, there's people out there that deserve to die, but we can just we can just kill them. <laughs> we don't have to we don't have to put them through what I went through. That's all right. That's chill. No, that's what the CIA is going to be doing from now on. Oh They're going to have like a guy in an interrogation room. He's like, "What are you going to do? Waterboard me? Pull out my toenails?" Mm-hmm. Nah, we got the Ryan Holt special <laughs> planned for you. We're gonna rip out that appendix, baby. <laughs> With a dirty gonna, knife. Like, we're gonna like gaslight you into thinking that you're all better, even though you, you're pretty damn sure you're not better. <laughs> and like, let you go from the torture cell, and then you have to come back to us to get treated again, because something's really fucked up. It's great. I'm surprised. starved to death over the course of a month. Yeah, you kind of don't hear about like internal organ manipulation much anymore. No, I know that there were some civilizations that would do human sacrifice and stuff that were good at like cutting you open and keeping you alive so that you were conscious through all of it. But like, did we just deem that too fucked up? Like, I, I don't know. It feels like torture is torture, right? But I guess maybe even like cartels and stuff don't cross that line. I don't know. I... Maybe this thing is too gross. <laughs> Look, man, you. I'll cut some hands and feet off, no problem. Yeah. But I'll decapitate someone with a chainsaw. That's chill, but like, nah, maybe not scalpels. That's I. That's too much. I think you gotta do that once. I think you gotta do that once with some kind of documentation to be like, hey, man, this is on the table. <laughs> like, we can, we can escalate. We, even we don't want to do this, but if you make us, we will. <laughs> this is. This is Lucas's uh, Annihilation didn't have enough body horror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. This torture's pretty bad, huh? Well, we've got we've got another level here. There's levels to this. Hey, Matt, neither you nor I want to dial this thing up to 11. Yeah. The knob goes that far is right. all I'm saying. You can... You can set the decibels whenever you want. Dude, I got a weak stomach. Like, yeah, I just ripped your toenails out. But, like, ugh. This is a different level. Please. I got kids, man. I got to go home and, like, (laughs) hug my children. This is... Don't make me do this. That would be a very interesting torture technique to have, like, the torturer do, you know, some fucked up normal, quote-unquote normal Normal torture. torture. And then another guy come in and he's like, how come he's not talking yet? He's like, I don't know, man. I'm giving him my best stuff. Like, hey, if you don't dial this up and do that other thing that you can do, Dude. we're going to torture you or we're going to kill your family. Work no, man, here. please. I don't want to do that thing to him. That's so fucked. That'll damage me internally. And the guy being tortured. Like, what yeah. the fuck is that? Yeah. What, Dude, you got something so me. bad that you would do to me that it would yeah. be a punishment to you. Dude slams the door, walks out, just start begging. Like, Dude, please just give me. Give me anything, any sort of info, man. This is fucked. Don't don't make me go through this. You, you've heard of good cop, bad cop. Get ready yeah. for good torturer, bad torturer. 
I mean, but like genuinely, that is what the CIA figured out way before all the MK Ultra bullshit that like the best way to get information out of someone is to just like be friendly, <laughs> to just like make them feel comfy and just be like, I don't know, man, we're pretty chill. Like, yeah, we took you prisoner, but like here, look, we're giving you food. <laughs> like, you're 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 being well taken care of. You're not diseased. Like, Let's just get this over with. Just yeah, just know. let us know what you know, and like this will all be over. It's it's fine. Like that is far and away the most effective way to get information out of people. And yet they were like, but that's like pansy shit. We need to we need to start. That talking. sounds like something the communists would do. Yeah. I... yeah, except for then they like that was the whole reason they did MK Ultra is because they were like, well, the Soviets are doing it. And then we look and we're like, they weren't doing it. Like they were... <laughs> the Soviets weren't doing it at all, man. But what about Havana syndrome? <laughs> they got microwaves, man. We gotta we gotta torture them. And of course, also on the podcast today, we have a man who has been communing with nature. Andrew Clark, how was it? Oh, uh, it was good. I did a lot of lake swimming. Oh, do love a good lake Ooh. swim. Get some lovely microorganisms. Yeah, all some... up in there. Yeah, I you do like have a very upset stomach. <laughs> oh, my God. oh. Um, <laughs> the lake, uh, baby. I don't think it. I don't think it's the lake. I think it's just everything that I put into my body over the last couple of days. That's probably. I also saw Japanese breakfast at Summerfest. That was Damn. a lot of fun. Love ja- love Japanese breakfast. That was. We've I... all had that though at a lake, right? Where you're like tubing or something, and water gets in somewhere. I'm not yeah. going to say where. There's multiple places that somehow, like you just get a jet of water, and there's it's unavoidable. And then yeah, just ooh, <laughs> lake water hits different, man. You don't, yeah. you don't want that in your body anywhere. Yeah ain't good that's just that's just thousands of fishes entire lives like every yeah. bodily function in that water the essence essence of fish it's just yeah. fish and crawdads it's fish all the way down oh i remember i remember thinking as a kid like sometimes people would gas up a boat and like a little bit of gasoline would get in the water and you could see it just like yeah. that rainbow thing and i'm just yeah, like i don't think i want to get in there now that's mm, that water that's, is bad that's tainted that's stories from my dad at the um the old school wisconsin dells because he would work as like a lifeguard and he was like the fucking bumper boats man that is disgusting <laughs> i think they had a genuine close call like there was so much gas leaking into those pools from the bumper boats yeah and i think they genuinely had a close call where they had to like call an ambulance because one of the employees was like working on a boat and fell in and i don't know if he like uh, drank some of it and shit like that but he was like not good and it was like a genuine like holy shit is this guy gonna die from awful pool stuff at the wisconsin dells family land which doesn't exist anymore <laughs> you know some heinous shit is going down at family land yeah dude, dude. Oh. I still, I we we grew up. We had some like towels, and it was like family land. It's great. Just don't don't think about it very much. It's all good. And then Mount Olympus was like, "Hey, we like go karts." And then they're like, "Oh, hey, we like roller coasters. Let's buy that theme park." And then they're like, "Oh, hey, we like water too. Let's buy that 
family land and now it's all one thing wait mount olympus is new like in the newish grand- yeah in the oh. grand scheme of things it started as big chief go-karts so it was just the go-karting part yeah and then i can't remember what the theme park was called but then they bought the theme park with the roller coasters and renamed them all to be like greek themed mm. and then they bought the water park they bought family land and they all all became one big thing baby so yeah where did the hotel come from did they build that or was yeah that they built that there? Huh. okay or, uh, you're right maybe that I mean, they could have been part of family land I, mean, I, don't know, I don't know they they bought a lot of hotels and then painted them all blue and white and then everyone freaked the fuck out and was like it looks like this is a company town <laughs> you can't keep painting all every hotel blue and white so then they stopped and now they have like the illusion of choice kind of but any hotel uh, that you get free tickets to one of the local theme parks is owned by that theme park. If it's like, oh, free tickets to Noah's Ark. It's like, yeah, that's owned by the, I think it's a Chinese conglomerate. Uh, that that Noah's tracks. Ark. Yeah. Or maybe a Spanish. I think it was a Spanish conglomerate and maybe got sold to a Chinese conglomerate. But yeah, it's interesting. I don't I, know why I Googled Noah's Ark and thought that the water park would pop up. Yeah, dude, that's the most <laughs> famous Noah's Ark. For me? Kinda. <laughs> yeah, like unironically. It is the largest water park in America, Andrew. I, I don't know what you want. Features 51 water slides. Dude, fucking 51 and like six of them are good. <laughs> yeah. Actually, like now that I think about it, like a lot of so a lot of Bible stories, they're like fables that like trying to get people on board for Christianity, but also like just teach a it general is morality. By the way, which is the Spanish conglomerate, yeah, it's still owned by a Spanish. But sorry, what Lucas? What's sorry, the continue. lesson I'm supposed to learn from the story of Noah's Ark? Um, no, no you're, God, supposed to have, yeah, you're supposed can... to have faith in God. Fuck oh, shit up. Le- okay. <laughs> God, uh, fuck. No, it's all about like how Noah was like him and his family was like the most devout okay. people, and God like chose them because they were so good, and was like, "You are the ones that we're gonna." make the humans from like, you 16 people or how I don't even remember how many but like they were the good ones basically is the idea and like all the people were like you fucking moron building a boat in the middle of nowhere what's this boat for and then he believed and he was right and saved everyone and all the animals and everyone else fucking drowned <laughs> it's absolutely brutal <laughs> Okay, so that one's just like straight up propaganda. Like, there's no okay. Are you talking about the Bible? I don't. Well, think... like, there's, <laughs> yeah. I think they're it's all, all propaganda. propaganda. Are you they're talking about the apocalyptic story in the Bible? <laughs> the it's all propaganda, baby. All Yo, the way man, down. I'm starting to think that maybe uh, the Garden of Eden was a little sus. <laughs> starting to think that maybe this whole organized religion thing is just a big cult. <laughs> has been kind of indoctrinated over thousands of years so we all are chill with it but it's really no different what do you mean any religion that accepts your money is morally compromised out of the gate that seems accepts your money weird expects teaches you how to give it the proper amount part of of the religion is giving the money yeah or else you go to hell (laughs) No, but Christianity, like Jesus said, to forgive all debt in seven years, which is what I expect the Supreme Court to uphold when I default on student loans. 
that's my favorite part of like the anti-Semitic conspiracies is like, that's why there's a quote unquote overrepresentation of Jewish people in the banking industry is because for the longest time, Christians were like, we can't charge interest. That's like not godly. And then they were like, fuck that. Like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we can't compete. I can't fucking compete. Like, and Jewish people didn't have that same restriction. And, and so they were like, no, that's, that doesn't make sense. Like, how do you, how do you loan people money if you can't make something off of it? Otherwise you're just, you're not a anything. You're just also a total bullshit. There's no way that Christians didn't charge interest. Back in the, back in the early fun. days. Jesus went ape shit in a church because of that, Andrew. Come yeah. on. Yeah, lots of Christians do things they're not supposed to do that don't make any sense. Not Jesus, Andrew. Jesus did all good things, except for, yeah, like, there were a couple of things that were, weren't, like, good. But, like, I guess they're good because he's God. So it's like, I guess it's good. I don't know, man. Also, he's kind of technically God, and God did a lot of really fucked shit before jesus so i don't know how that works like he turned people yeah, into do you pillars think anyone of ever salt questioned for... jesus about the stuff in the old testament <laughs> like hey Dude, are so you... how come you did you threaten <laughs> yeah. to kill that guy's son like right. did you you talk about the earth? Like, no no that wasn't me that was dad like well but aren't you also you, dad you said, like you're... you said like holy trinity like so like that's you like you like when Lot's wife turned and you just you just turned her into a pillar of salt just because you said don't don't look back like that is that you <laughs> seems pretty bad right like yeah maybe a little harsh bro actually Jesus, Jesus could you the corporate speak yeah. could you explain to us what the Holy Spirit is yeah the Holy I'm not Spirit gonna lie, we're still figuring out the branding on that one <laughs> uh. We can come to you uh, like top of Q4 though with Holy a really good Spirit deck on Holy Spirit is God's new Coke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he comes inside me. Like comes like what? <laughs> in what way are we talking here? I'm confused. He impregnated your mom, <laughs> like, which was also you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you fucked your mom, Jesus. Jesus, we need some help. We need some clarification here. Look, man, I'm not accusing you of anything. I just need to understand what the deal here is. How many ribs, like, did you did you did you take? Because like, is this an army hammer deal? Like, <laughs> these are these are all we're all genetically identical, right? Like, that's how this works. Like, there's only like two people that had sex, so like, we're all we're all related, right? That's how this works. It's great. But also later, you really outline like. Fathers not sleeping with daughters, uh, not not coveting. Like, what what's going on here, bud? What's going was on? was that a better. problem? Was that a thing you had to deal with? This is this was top of your list. Like God was like prepping you. He was like training you for twenty years to get sent down to Earth, and you were like, "All right, uh, hunger, uh, violence. Uh, ooh, no, we gotta." incest that's that's going right to the top baby this is number one hey listen writers look god i'll i'll get to the hunger stuff i'm gonna have like 90 (laughs) years at least to deal with all these problems i'm gonna deal with the incest right away because that's grossing me out oh yeah i swear to god swear swear to me that i'm I'm gonna take care of the violence thing it's happening it's happening don't worry like look i had i was like if I started doing crazy shit when I was 13, that, that wouldn't have gone over very well. So, like, really, I can't start going until I'm, like, 15, 16. 
So like, and then you know, right away, we're going to drill down on the incest. I'm going to turn some fish into more fish. And then like, look, I'll just vibe. We'll just, we'll do everything. Yeah. It'll be great. The, the whole incest thing that might take me the first 33 years, but after that, <laughs> I'm going to take care of everything else. The lickety split. That's, that's the easy stuff. Yeah. So as long stuff. as nothing gets in my way. Right. I'm just, I'm going to take I went to a corporate seminar and they said, prioritize the big rocks because you can fill in the little rocks after the fact. Like I, my big rock is glaring me in the face right now. And uh, we'll, we'll do, we'll do everything after I meet my friend Pontius. (laughs) He's a chill guy. (laughs) I know a guy. He's Pontius. He's never betrayed me. No, he's great. Get some shit done. Judas, I, Pontius, like, dude, I got a top three. They yeah, got those my are my back. day ones. I <laughs> <are my> <laughs> uh, thank you, Andrew, for reminding me that Jesus uh was like 33 or so when he died. I still got time. I still got time to peak. Um he was canonically 33, right? Yeah. I don't think yeah, it's or I think, so. I think it's pretty no, I think well, I was I in the Bible, the from actual, like a Dan yeah. Brown book. They're like, there's a reason why they said Jesus was 33. I don't remember why it was. Well, that's like numerology, which is like yeah. gaining popularity. Like I remember Jordan Klepper was on Wisconsin's Trump oh. rally, and there was a woman that was going pretty hard, and I was like, damn, this is not the Wisconsin that I left. Like they've wow. gotten a little bit more into the that's that's some hippie bullshit you know to be like well what do you think they said 83 8 plus 3 11 what's 11 and then you and they like expect you to know and it's like you sound so fucked like this is scary to hear you talk like ugh. i don't know man it's bad uh- but also writer strike still going strong. If anyone wants us to script an animated series about Jesus having to take over the family business from his fuck up dad, like <laughs> we got the bones here, clearly. Also, like Lucas, bad. are you suggesting we break the picket line? <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, animators, no animation, still That's good. It's weird, it's problematic, still good to write animated series right now. We we are non-union, so yeah, we could we could make an animated show. Lickety split. I, I will say it's bad writing to have Judas betray Jesus. Like, come on, Peter was staring you right in the face. Like, you couldn't you couldn't have like the number one, the, the right hand man do that type of shit. You're just like, no, that dude in like the back, like he's the one that betrayed him. It's like, no, that's not good writing. Like, it's got to be irony. It's got to be dramatic. Like, you can't just have the school shooter vibe guy <laughs> betray him. Like. <laughs> It's like, come on, man. You had Peter, you had John, you had like all these guys that were like close to him. And you're like, nah, this, <laughs> this fucking long haired weirdo. I, man, Spotify probably will not like us for this, but if we can title this Judas, the first school shooter. Um, I'd be pretty I mean, proud of ourselves. It's probably just like a uh, fucking passion of the Christ bullshit, like weird propaganda to make Judas this like, yeah like oh, no, i just love silver <laughs> like but like it seems pretty obvious in retrospect like so like, ah, oh, these 11 dudes pretty chill that guy <laughs> why, why, why did we let him in again i don't know about that that seems oh weird. this little guy don't worry about this little guy <laughs> i mean he's chilling but, but like a villain what's going on here <laughs> he keeps 
like, touching his fingertips together off in the corner. <laughs> Keeps talking about things coming to fruition. I don't, I don't know about this guy, man. Jesus, what do you got going on? You gave here? Mark a letter that says, "Don't come to worship tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the best one, Andrew. We have to move on because that's the best one. Oh no. Um, don't come to worship tomorrow. <laughs> Title contender. Uh, Nintendo did the Nintendo Direct. Um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC. Uh, 2D Sonic game that I'm not going to play because all Sonic games are bad. Sorry. Tactics Persona 5 game that I'm not going to play because I got complicated feelings about that company's politics. New Detective Pikachu. Remember Detective Pikachu? Is this Remember that we're going to get another Ryan Reynolds movie? I, they they couldn't get Ryan Reynolds. It's a different voice. It's a different, much deeper voice. No, I'm talking about the movie, not the game. Oh, oh they're making another game. Sorry, I should have specified. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Super Mario RPG remake. Uh, I thought this was illegal because Nintendo and Square Enix have been fighting over the rights for like the entirety of this property's existence. I'm excited to play that. Going to be another Princess Peach game that we know nothing about. Also excited for that. Uh, the Batman Arkham Asylum games are going to be on Switch. Only about 15 years too late. That's... Andrew, you played that in high school, right? You, I you played one that? of them. I played yeah. Arkham City. I don't think I even finished it. I think I got to a point where like the game was actually broken. Uh... I mean, it was it was fun. It was, oh, it was yeah. a decent game. I... I didn't get into it as much as some other people did. I know it's pretty acclaimed. I thought it was just fine. I, yeah, I, I, I know a lot of people like that one, but I think it's wrapped around to like, yeah, this is maybe a little too influential. Maybe we need to back away from this approach to game design. Uh, but I never played them, so I can't speak too authoritatively. Uh, Dragon Quest Monsters. Pokemon, but Dragon Quest, I'm down. Uh, Pikmin 4, coming soon. HD ports of the first two games. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Master Collection, coming to the Switch. I'm legitimately more excited for these ports than I am for the remake Metal Gear Solid Triangle. Uh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, Penny's Big Breakaway, a 3D platformer from the makers of Sonic Mania. No good Sonic games. That is the least bad Sonic game, in my humble opinion. Somehow still more Mario Kart 8 DLC. Uh, Ryan, ya boy, Petey Piranha, he's back. Wow. Yeah. He made it. Uh, there was a WarioWare game. Wait. What? In Mario Kart? Mario Kart 8, yeah. Petey Piranha's coming. Didn't... What about the power-up? Isn't that Petey Piranha? No, that's a Piranha a... plant. Oh, completely different. Wait, 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 wait. Petey Piranha is one specific piranha plant? Yeah. I thought they were all called Petey Piranha. I thought they were all Petey Piranha. I think Petey Piranha has like a body. The other ones are piranha piranha plants. No, Petey Piranha does not have a body. He has like a a pot. Like, doesn't he? he doesn't have a pot. Uh, In Smash Bros, it's Piranha Plant who has the pot. He has little little legs. He has has a Speedo. I just assumed that's what all PD Piranhas had in the pot. 
right was the, the little weird leg things but yeah no i guess it's from super mario sunshine oh. Petey piranha hmm. okay you're right you're right so pd piranha is gonna have one of his brethren like chomping on other people in mario kart 8 oh okay uh suggested in his bios in Mario Superstar Baseball and Mario Party Star Rush that he is the ruler of the piranha plants. He's the king? Yes. In no. On the wiki, it says Petey Piranha is a large mutant piranha plant. Is he that much bigger? than like, Piranha plants are pretty fucking big. They're long. They're like, they're like three or four times as tall as Mario is. Um... No, they do say he's the ruler of his kind. Yeah. Damn. Boss. The leader of the piranha plants. Leader and ruler are two very different things, but you know, whatever. I yeah. I don't I don't think Petey Piranha is part of a monarchy. Seems like a chill so you think, dude. You think leader? Yeah. Is Democratically he chill? elected potentially. Is he not a bad guy? He's, he's in a swimsuit. A- Bad guys. I think can't he's be the sense. main bad guy of Mario Sunshine, isn't he? Uh, no, that's Bowser Junior. Okay. I, I he is a loyal follower of Bowser. Mm. But you know, oh, so he's a cuck, like <laughs> like Mark Zuckerberg. Listen, politic. The politics of running a kingdom. I'm sorry, a democratic republic. Complicated. Sometimes you have to make allegiances. That makes you a cuck, baby. If you're less powerful, valid. It's all over. Uh, Lukashenko, you're a cuck. But speaking of uh, Super Mario, uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder is out in October. New 2D platformer Mario. As Donkey eloquently put it, as soon to be father Donkey eloquently put it, Mario, a elephant. 10 out of 10. Game of the year. I think so. Take that, Tears of the Kingdom. That's it for video games. I, I want E3 to be back. E3 is never coming back. It's gone. No. Electric 3, dead. Found found dead in Miami, June 2023. I wanted to Ouch. see, before we move on, I wanted to see the order of the 12 disciples. And by the way, all the Gospels differ on the on the exact order they all agree on like peter andrew james and john that those are those are like definitely the four the four tight homies but then there's some there's some debate over philip bartholomew thomas matthew the other james uh also there's another judas who then sometimes they call thaddeus because they're like yeah two judases that's kind of Oh That's yeah, rough. this one calls them Judas the Greater and Judas Iscariot. Yeah, Judas Iscariot is the bad guy. Mm. And uh Simon as well. But yeah, like Judas is definitely never in that top that top tier. Judas is oh, always Oh, there's listed also two last. Jameses. Yeah, there's two Jameses. Zebedee and Alpheus. Wait, I'm sorry, was Luke not a disciple? Um, what the I don't fuck see am I named after? No, Luke was um so what Matthew, Mark, Luke, John were the four um uh, god, what was their fucking title? And you know, apostle? they wrote no, no, they're all apostles. Yeah. Who is Luke? 
Luke, Luke does Bible. not name himself. We do know he was a physician. Possibly a Gentile. The Ooh. four evangelists. Only writer. Oh, oh the, the gospel. They created the gospels. That's that's their whole shit. Oh, okay. But Luke is not an apostle, it looks like. No. Looks like he's a dude. Yeah. It's just a fucking dude. I, you know what? Accurate. Accurate to where I am in life. If Luke was just a freelance writer they brought on to, to get the first draft of the Bible to print. He's the only Gentile to write in the New Testament that we can like 100% confirm was not Jewish. So there you go. Close friend of Paul who referred to him as the beloved physician. They wrote about each other. <laughs> I guess I never like obviously when they're telling stories, but like when they're just like sometimes in the Bible, they're just like, oh yeah, Luke, he's a good doctor. People like him. Like <laughs> they're like vouching for each other in the like holy the holy text. <laughs> it's very uh it's very roughshod. I very normal, very heteronormative. Good good for them. I mean, like, no one wrote good things about Judas. No one was like, Judas was was a beloved guy who liked money. <laughs> mm. Apparently, the source that the gospel, like, the people that wrote the gospels used to tell this story of the life of Jesus Christ is called the Q source. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, my the letter Q. God. Um, it says the Q source uh which comes from german quell meaning source okay it just means the source source um it's a hypothetical written collection of primarily jesus's sayings so someone wrote down everything that jesus did and said or at least part of it and then some other guys later found that and said we should make a book out of this <laughs> you can make a religion out of this I don't know. He chose 12 and it sounds like he knew from the beginning that Judas was fucked. And he was like, yeah, but that's like the thing. So he chose 11 good dudes and then was like, all right, now for the fun part. Like, let's, let's get the school shooter. I'm telling you, let's get the guy that's going to have no problem betraying me whatsoever. I think we and need again, that feels like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It feels like he's like. Well, I've got to be betrayed by someone, so let's find a good betrayer. Like it was like maybe if you would have chose twelve good dudes, maybe maybe you wouldn't have been betrayed. Maybe this is all be chill. Judas was set up as a betrayer, honestly. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. that's yeah. fucking entrapment. That is straight up entrapment, and I will not stand for that fashy bullshit. It's Hashtag like Judas did nothing wrong. Judas like played to his nature. <laughs> this was nature, not nurture. It's like giving an admitted pyro a pack of matches. Like, what do you think is going to happen here? That is that is at least 50% on you. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. This Jesus guy. Let's put him on trial. That's our show. Put Jesus on trial. Oh, 12 angry men. But the, the <laughs> yes! 12 angry men are the apostles. Of it's Jesus coming Christ. together. Great. We got it. No, oh, have fun. Have fun normalizing that audio zoom. Uh, <laughs> Anthony and Ian bought Smoshback from Rhett and Link. Uh, Andrew, I sent your wife this news. We had a good yeah, chat Jay about told that. Yeah, told me about this. She, yeah. And I think she expected me to know about a lot of 
what had happened. I I never watched Smosh, and I never watched Rent and Lake. <laughs> what? So most of it went over my head. Andrew, what what were your big three YouTube channels circa 2010 to 2014? Oh God, um, Ryan Higa. Okay. Sea uh, Hanners. Okay. And uh, might have been Inside Gaming. Wow. That. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I was I was prepared to talk shit, but you know what? Fair. Power trio. Uh, I also did watch PewDiePie for a while. I'm ashamed to admit. So. I who didn't. Oof. Uh, I think we all felt really bad about that submersible implosion until we found out tickets were 250k a pop. Is that accurate? Yeah, I probably made myself seem like a bad person to a couple people over the weekend when we talked about it. It was like, yeah, no, it's it is bad that human beings died. It Why? lessens the blow when there are these <laughs> kinds of people. And I think that we need to, you know, if you're paying that amount of money to do something that is so dangerous, you're there's a lot of inherent risk. And so you can't just be like heartbroken when it goes the way that it always had the possibility of going. I Atlantic two rich people, zero. I'm sorry, but like, that's the score. How many rich people have sailed across the Atlantic Ocean? How many how many rich people have zero. seen the Titanic in a, in yeah. the submersible? Yeah, that submarine in particular, if you count that as a score. I... Do you guys have the slightest interest in seeing the Titanic? Like no. if you knew 100% that it was guaranteed you'd make it back. Like I really, I don't think I'd want to even take vacation time to right. do that like if I, I mean even if i knew it was guaranteed fully safe yeah i mean it's one of those things where my interest in it is so slight that any inconvenience makes it not worth it exactly if i was if i was being paid to do it and i knew that there was zero risk involved yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah I'd you're being it. paid that's what i'm saying yeah, like yeah exactly the I mean, slightest I, inconvenience and i, I just like, don't care yeah i do like the ocean i like boat stuff i like underwater shit i think that's cool i think i'd probably go somewhere else yeah isn't there I like cooler to... underwater shit than like yeah. a... any coral reef shitty boat? honestly dude i'd see the wreck of the edmund fitzgerald first yeah that'd be honestly. fucking lit dude could play the song the whole time. I want, yeah. ooh, or like uh, the freighter that sank out, out, off the coast of France uh, with all the Garfield merch. Yeah, and that's why that's, I keep watching yeah. up on one beach. No, it, was, <laughs> it, it it wasn't a freighter. It was just one specific uh, Tank, shipping right? crate yeah. filled that's with right. thousands yeah. of Garfield phones. I think <laughs> that's the the meme with the uh, women with a time machine, just like. I am your granddaughter, men with a time machine. Holy shit, stop this shipping crate, man. We gotta we gotta keep this on the way. You could probably dive to the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, right? Like it's not that yeah, deep. Pe- people, right? people have done it. It's just illegal to do so. Uh, oh, really? They it's a um it's like a it's the Canadian version of like a heritage site. You're um, not allowed to go there or interact or take photos. Because there are definitely bodies. Um, And people have gone before, but they've gotten permission because like they brought the bell back and then Ah. they put a fake one there. They put a fake one back in the boat. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> they took, they took I think it was like a superstition thing. And I, I mean it. Uh... It's so fucked. <laughs> they're trying to like Indiana Jones God. <laughs> like They're like, ah, we'll just we'll swap them out. No one will know the difference. It was because they they had the ability to go and collect the bodies, but it had been like a decade and the families had said, no, we kind of want them to just like stay there. Like that's their final resting place at this point. We've all done our grieving. We don't want to have to go through this again. But it would be nice to have some sort of memorial. So they said, what if we got something really big and cool from the ship? And then they're like, yeah, what is it? Like, we'll get the bell and then we'll like inscribe their names on it. Like, so there's not going to be a bell on the ship. That seems like bad voodoo. Can you put one, a different one back? So it's, it remains whole. And they're like, yeah, tight. This logic is the most. Dude, sailors are superstitious. They always sure Uh take the bell, make a mold, make like a perfect replica of this bell that like has everything, and it's the exact same thing. Then put the bell back. Then I get the suspicion. It'd be like, yeah, that sounds right. Like you put back what you took or whatever. I do think they took a mold of the bell and used that to return to the ship. To put the fake one. I think yeah. I I think it's a perfect replica of the bell. (laughs) If but you're that's... superstitious, though, that seems bad voodoo to put a fake one back. <laughs> like Ghosts can't tell the difference. Exactly. <laughs> you're like fooling these supernatural beings. You're like, no one will yeah, know. Dude. They're gonna know. No one's gonna know. I, I'm just I'm just telling you how it is. I'm not like, <laughs> I'm telling you how it be. It. I'm telling you how it be. It was fi- it's 530 feet down. So yeah, that's yeah. Pretty, that's pretty chill. It, it, yeah, but no, it broke it's, in half because it hit the bottom, right? Uh, Isn't that that's what happened? Not clear. That's probably what happened. I was listening to a podcast thing. about this like two days ago, actually. Yeah, man. Um, they're because they aren't positive exactly how it sank, but they think that whatever sunk it caused like a stress fracture, right. and then once it actually hit, because it probably hit nose first, that just right snapped it. It's it's what's it called? Five hundred thirty feet of water. The bow section was 276 feet long. The stern section, 253 feet long. So it almost perfectly, perfectly lines up with like the bottom of the lake where they were at. That's fucking deep though. Like, mm-hmm. you imagine how deep that ship went into the fucking water if it hit the bottom of the lake? Like, god damn. I thought it's it was deeper ship. than that. I thought it was like a thousand feet down. They also said most of the crew was from Ohio and Wisconsin. So fuck Canada. Mm. I'm from Wisconsin. It's in Canadian waters, but like, well, fuck you. it's like two miles away from American waters. Yeah, isn't it near? What's it called? It's an it's an American boat. It's right. It's near it's the near, UP. Yeah, it's um, it's north of the UP, kind of close to Minnesota. I'm seeing I'm seeing the map, and it, yeah, this thing is right on the line, like genuinely right on the border between the U.S. and Canada. But if it was U.S., would it be like no holds barred? Like we'd have Edmund Fitzgerald tourism? No, because it's it's still all the all of those decisions were made by the family, like the Canadian because it was on Canadian water. Uh huh. They're the ones that enacted the wishes of the ah uh, of the family. The American right. government probably would have done the exact same thing. Probably, but. I mean, they've done we, that for other great, great lake wrecks. Like a lot of them are illegal yeah. to go to. It's kind of sad, though. So, like, yeah. so basically, you need a wreck where everyone survived, 
and that's the only one you could go to like if anyone is dead in that wreck it's it kind of depends i mean because like maybe the one guy that died his family were like it's not a yeah. big deal like yeah no go, if i'm like on a speedboat in lake superior and it, you know, i fucking wreck and die and sink to the bottom i don't i don't give a shit <laughs> come check out the boat doesn't matter to me like if i'm the one you, you guys can enact my wishes i have it i have it in my uh this is my will i don't I, i'm not i'm not giving money or anything like that i just if i die in one of the great lakes and i'm the only one to die you you, you can come check me out seems pretty cool but yeah no like space tourism or like mount everest if i'm like guaranteed that i'm coming back i'm doing that shit like i'm absolutely doing that shit but like nah I don't really, eh, it's whatever. It's like, imagine you can be seasick for like a week with nothing but open water on like a shitty, like corporate vessel. And then you like ride down for hours in a little tube. And then you see out of like a little shitty window, uh, an old boat. I'd be like, no, no, thanks. I, Andrew, you've been on a cruise. Like what was the, what was the rocking situation like there? We had uh, really calm seas. Either mm-hmm. that or I just like adjusted pretty okay. quickly. Um, Andrew got a sea legs. I I have gotten my sea legs before. It doesn't take mm-hmm. me very long to adjust. Clark there was a one, sailing name. The yeah the the, the Clarks. We were known as oceanfarers. <laughs> famous um, <laughs> famous explorers. The, the Clarks. <laughs> the Clarks of Ireland. They really. Hey, Lewis and come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah Clark, fair. really well known for sailing on the open ocean. That's, yeah. that's the thing he did. He what was the boat name? guy. Lewis <laughs> Lewis was the land guy. Clark was the Wait, it's Meriwether Lewis. What's Clark's first name? I don't think I know it. Uh Lewis and Clark. Clark really got the short end. Meriwether is a good explorer name. What's Clark. what's Clark? William Clark. Yeah, that's forgettable. Will- uh, no wonder. No wonder no one ever remembers William Clark. Yeah, that's boring. Um, Are you related to him? Sorry, we're getting way off. I doubt it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what, what were we? T- oh, uh, on a cruise, remember. there was like one day where it was pretty bad, and so like Jade and I were like, "Oh man, the boat's pretty walk- rocky." But like, there were people just like straight up flying across the room because they had no sea legs. Oh, and, and like. We saw like a a drag bingo show that day. Oh, and yeah. she was like fucking all over the place. She's like, <laughs> "Oh shit, <laughs> I can't fucking stand in these heels." <laughs> I, yeah, it was pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. I maybe one of my most controversial opinions. I think the war on drag from conservatives had led has led to a situation where like. Being able to have combos about whether or not like drag a drag performance is good or bad has kind of been lost, understandably, but still in a way that's frustrating. A drag performance where the main queen had no equilibrium <laughs> sounds kind of incredible. Maybe also, a little dark, but I'd be down for that. They're an employee of the cruise. Like I feel like that's almost their yeah. shtick, is yeah. that they, they Oh. Can't... They've done this before, I'm yeah. assuming. Like this wasn't yeah. the maiden I mean, and, voyage. And granted, it was like really rocky for like everyone else too. It's not like yeah. 
their whole thing was, oh, I can't stand. And everyone's <laughs> laughing because other people were like falling out of their seats. Yeah. Um, it yeah, does sound you know, genuinely it's... funny. Like working that into your act of like, I fucking hate cruises. And you're yeah. <laughs> on a cruise performing. We're, weird aside, because it was like the last voyage of like that crew like that iteration of it like they do a certain number before like the ship is refitted and like takes a different route for the rest of the year a mm. lot of crew members had their families on board like i talked to several different like people where they're like yeah i'm here because my brother does this thing or like my my dad's here the drag queen's dad was there and Hell he yeah. was just like like a five foot eight kind of like pudgy guy with glasses like super unassuming and like that was that was really funny oh where extremists come from baby oh. gotta love it um william clark maybe related to andrew oh. um you're probably gonna want to distance yourself no I mean, oh. i'm just throwing it out there probably gonna distance yourself slaveholder of course okay. probably um, yeah makes sense <laughs> yeah classic um became the governor of missouri which feels like finders keepers <laughs> it feels like he was like, a little bit <laughs> he was like i've seen all this shit like james madison I, th- I I don't know, man. Makes sense to me. Um, and then he named his first kid uh, Meriwether Lewis Clark. <laughs> so he was like, he was Lewis and Clark. This fucking kid. There's that's one of the gayest things I've ever heard. Okay, yeah, man. Yeah. love that's it. Sure. Super gay. Right? Uh, Andrew Ryan and I could have done a duo cast. We decided not to because we we wanted you to be able to talk about this. There was a coop in Russia? What's going on here? Coup. <laughs> a coup? A coop? Someone there flew was a the coop in Russia? Convertible in yeah. Russia? There was chickens in Russia? That's Even that's spelled differently. What's uh, going on? Um, Did you guys want me here because I'm the international politics guy? I feel yeah. like you guys are pretty well read. I don't uh, know shit. I don't know. What's, okay, what's this so, Russia? I mean, we want you here, period, about? but also, yes. Um, yeah, ba- so lowdown here for all you viewers of this thing that was all over the news like two, two, three weeks ago um, was that there is a mercenary organization in Russia called the Wagner Group, uh, spelled with a W, so everyone calls them Wagner, uh, who were pretty close to Putin. Like the, the people that ran that organization are like definitely on Putin's like direct order list. Mm-hmm. And for the last, you know, couple of decades, at least, they've done a lot of Russia's dirty work in places. They've they've operated in Afghanistan. They've operated in Georgia and Crimea and all, all sorts of shit. When something needs to get done and Russia doesn't want to send its actual army, they send the Wagner group. So they were in Ukraine doing a lot of the hard hitting battles. And it seems like the Wagner group brass were like growing weary of how bad they were losing and the lack of support they were getting from moscow so eventually they just like talked shit publicly about putin and like and the rest of the military in in russia and just like pulled out and then supposedly according to the wagner group's claims russia like targeted them specifically with like artillery and tried to kill them so then they said screw this we're going to go to Moscow and show them who's boss and and launched a mini coup that lasted like a day 
and kind of seems like when it was clear that they were going to get to Moscow and there was going to be open war, Wagner was like, uh, we don't really know what to do from here. And they took a deal from Belarus to like escape into Belarus and they wouldn't face any charges if they just gave up. Uh, I And then they just didn't. They never left Russia, apparently. And apparently uh, the leadership met with Putin like a couple days afterwards and they hashed it out. But <laughs> he's still like public enemy number one. Super fucking weird. No, no one really assuredly. knows why they did what they did. But I, I've, my personal opinion is that they are like they wanted to make a show of force. And then when it became clear that they actually had the opportunity to take over Russia, they're like, no, we don't we don't want to do that. We don't want any part of that part of a coup. We just wanted to show how big our balls were. Right. They're also so hyper nationalistic. We... So like yeah. if they perceive it as something that could weaken Russia on the global stage. Yeah. They, they probably like, those soldiers did not want to go out and kill, you know, Russian soldiers. They Except did. for like a <laughs> few, they did kill some. <laughs> some yeah. of them didn't didn't seem to have any. No, qualms. I mean like they probably thought like they they wouldn't be able to get their forces behind them in an open war with oh uh, yeah like the actual yeah. Russian army. Yeah, no, they're they're fine committing murder. Yeah, but like committing war against their own Russians, like that's that's a different story. I I, I understand how you end up in that situation as a negotiation tactic. <laughs> Of like we're gonna do a coup unless unless you meet our demands, and then it, it becomes very clear that a coup is much more easily obtainable. And then they face an issue that a lot of people over the course of Russia's modern history have faced, where well, we could run Russia, we could we could be in but charge. But that's not a super appealing job. We don't want to be in charge. We don't want to hold this bag actually. Uh, bye. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole. It's a weird thing. I, very weird. Heel uh, turn for Meriwether Lewis Clark. Um, I mean, look, he was fucking wrecked from birth with that name. But yeah, no, he he was like super pro secessionist, <laughs> uh, very big Confederate, and uh. Yeah, he, he like fought for the Confederates in the Civil War. I... And then uh, as an example of what we should not have done, just kind of like went back home after the war and just like still was an engineer and just nothing happened. Yeah, it's good stuff. I God, the American public education system is so bad about teaching the scale of these events because I'm like, oh, Lewis and Clark, they were alive during the Civil War? That doesn't make sense. That happened. Well, Clark way wasn't. After... Oh, okay. Clark's son was, yeah. Uh, oh, no, Clark, I see. Clark okay. died in 1838. His son, who he named after his partner, <laughs> his exploration partner. Air quotes. Yeah. Oh, uh, they he explored the... a lot with his partner, Ryan. I mean, yeah. Mm. He also brought along one of his slaves, William Clark did, whose name was York. And apparently he had a reputation for treating his slaves really badly. And there's a lot of diary entries about how the Native Americans like think he's nice and like treat him with a lot of respect because they're like, 
yeah, there, he's a person. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, why would you treat him any differently? And that apparently that actually helped grease a lot of wheels because they were like, we've never seen a person who looks like this before. Like, this is kind of cool. Huh. You guys seem all right. <laughs> so I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not related to this guy. <laughs> because I'm I'm, I'm all pretty sure that my family uh, immigrated after the Lewis and Clark expedition. Ah, your new one. So, that's interesting. At least the Clark side of my family. Huh. Yeah. What you get in? Y'all get in with a the famine then? Uh, some of, like, some of us, I'm sure. Yeah, there. Hmm. There's different Irish branches. Yeah, my say, family. Also, William some Clark, not Irish. He was, <laughs> he was English and maybe Scottish. <laughs> so All there right. you go. Uh. The reds sucks, but it's blue sky thinking for me, baby. Uh, one of the, I mean, like anime was fantastic for a lot of reasons. Uh, but I'm I'd be lying if I said one of the highlights wasn't uh a peer there hooking me up with the blue sky invite code. What's threads? Or well, not threads. What's blue sky like right now with only invited people? Like this is microblogging in its purest form. Like this is, I know. Pretentious. It sounds like it, it sucks. is pretentious. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a lot of interesting, pretentious, mostly queer, from my understanding, uh, from my read on it. is gay Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Wait, uh, it's all gay Twitter. Always, <laughs> always has, has been. been. Uh, yeah, it's all of them on there. Um, it's neat. It's neat being on a social media platform without ads. I had forgotten what's, what that's like. Uh, and like, I know my language is hyperbolic, but also it doesn't let you post GIFs right now. It doesn't have like an in-app media player. So you have to like follow a link to watch a YouTube video or whatever. Mm, it's, yeah. That's an app killer. Yeah, that shit sucks. I kind of love it. I kind of oh. love it right now. I'm going back to the I'm going back to like circa 2012 Twitter. This Just is like read a newspaper yourself. then. If your yeah. whole thing is like it, it's a sign of a bygone era, like read physical media. Yeah, man. I'd be down to for that record too. player. And... Yeah. How do I get the Badger Herald out in Los Angeles? I'm down for that. <laughs> and, and Lucas is literally like, yeah, full blown hipster mode. Except for like with social media platforms. Yeah, it, it's I, Lucas is going Amish, but his uh his eighteen fifty is two thousand sixteen. Yeah, I, it's also interesting to see because this is all it, it's still entirely invite only. To see like, damn, this post is doing numbers, and it has eight reblogs, and it's like that's actually numbers. For this scale of people, and that's Yikes. fucking wild. I don't think this is going anywhere. <laughs> I feel like they gotta have some sort of rollout plan by now. It's been how many months since Twitter apocalypse? I don't uh, know. Gotta get I on mean, that. Th th I really feel like Threads is probably gonna kill any sort of Twitter alternative. I if Threads even makes it, I don't think like, Threads makes it. Like just rants and then, vibes then right Twitter now. is, I mean, it wasn't your take that Twitter is not going to last very long. Which no, and I will you. say like kind of uh, what inspired me to like really ask people for a blue sky invite, uh, that rate limit thing that happened, 
that was day one of anime expo and that like legitimately got in the way of people being able to communicate like hey we are past uh like crowd limits right now no one come in here and then the fire marshal had to show up and shut shit down for like 45 minutes did they stop doing the rate limit thing i haven't gotten it since that first day uh no which means like it was a technological fuck up because musk fired a bunch of engineers that were vital that were then but... hired by meta to mm. make threats. to make threat yeah so i can't Twitter feels like a sinking ship to me. Like it's just going to keep getting worse and breaking like more and more over time until it eventually implodes. And like, I don't know. I'm all in on. I don't Blue think Sky it's ever right going to cease to exist. It'll just be a shell of its former self. It's just like, we need, we, we don't want a lifeboat. We want a big ship that everyone can just right. jump to. And mm-hmm. right now there's just like 10 different lifeboats. And it's like, no, that's, that defeats the whole purpose. Like, mm. just want to follow all your favorite content people. Yeah, your favorite tweeters. It this is lifeboat has a leak. This lifeboat doesn't have enough room for you. Yeah, it's invite this only. This lifeboat isn't letting you in. Yeah, this lifeboat is structurally sound, but does have a monkey with a gun. <laughs> uh, it's also weird that like me catching up, like following people on Blue Sky, that like. And because it's invite only, it's entirely possible and probably more likely that people, I hate to use this terminology, but like more famous than me aren't on Blue Sky. And like, that's probably by choice. But for a split second, I get the big time. I get to be like, oh, well, they're not on Blue Sky and I'm on Blue Sky. And that's a dark part of my psyche that I should probably suppress. But Mm. uh, yeah, either you want that, go for it. Do you think people that are on Blue Sky can get on Raya just from being on Blue Sky? <laughs> like, What, do you want me to find out? Yeah, do you think that's a big enough... What's Raya? Oh, Andrew, my sweet summer child. We do this every week. Raya is the, Not the celebrity invite-only Tinder. Ah. Or however you want to look at it. It's, is that what it's called? I thought yeah. it had a different name. You want to you wanna hook up with like the person who was eighth on the call sheet for the Winchesters, CW's uh fucking supernatural spinoff raya's the app for you baby so celebrity is a loose term on oh that so loose absolutely okay there's writers and shit that get on there like it's not all actors and like people who actually have fame like it's it's just kind of hollywood's like aha successful are there people. actual famous people on there or yeah. is it like below them yeah there are genuine famous people on there too you'll be scrolling through a bunch of no-namers and then a full-blown like solid b-lister just oh dang this is one of the jonas brothers (laughs) yeah (laughs) not the not probably not the biggest but like one of them (laughs) like not joe definitely frankie or kevin like oh oh you know frankie's on there frank exactly frankie jonas goddamn exactly no and like that's a genuine famous person you know like sure may not be super well known but like is pretty well known that's kind of the, the the thought behind Raya. But yeah, there was also like a bunch of actual A-listers that used to be on it. And then like women who were like got creepy DMs and started uh, posting them. And then all the, I think all the A-listers were told by their publicists, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you can't, you can't date a normie. I'm sorry. Like, it's, 
you have moved past that stage in your life. You're fucking no, James Franco. No, they didn't Franco. want to date a normie. They wanted to fuck a normie. No, that's, but yeah, that's what their bubbles is saying. Like, you cannot fuck a normie. You have sex workers and other famous people. That is your pool for the rest of your life. Like, you will take down everything that you've built if you do something like that. So, yeah, that was the downfall of, like, the true old days Raya, I guess. But, hey, you know. I kind of just want to see what their UI is like. Like, if this is for no, famous people, all. this is for rich people. I like, like, I just got to see the UI. Did they got I'm, that shit tight? Like, I'm here it, for the articles. Like, <laughs> Yeah, Lucas subscribes to those OnlyFans because he wants to be supportive. Yeah. Supportive of the sex workers. I ran into a couple OnlyFans models at Anime Expo. I really, I really hope any of the ones I gave my business card to agree to come onto the stream and talk about the overlap between anime and like sex work. That'd be, fun would be cool That'd be fun for me. That'd be cool. Feels like a hard sell, man. I don't know if they're gonna want to touch that. Bloody the amount, like I don't. People don't really check in on me. <laughs> like, do you guys get this at your work? Uh, snap, snap, snap. <laughs> Lucas, like, I'm just like doing shit, and like, yeah, we don't, we don't want to do this. I'm just gonna really that. have a supervisor, <laughs> what you would call a supervisor. I mean, the previous person to fill my role was promoting her OnlyFans actively on social media while she was like filling that gig. Like, she, she wasn't hiding that. Wait, uh, okay, not on company social media. Okay. No, 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 like her own. I person. thought it was on like company channels. No, no, like, no. Holy shit, dude! No. This is a. You, you, where do you work? This is not a company. No, on our own person. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. That's, I know that some corporations would have problems with that, but like they shouldn't. Like that's right. fucked up. It's your own personal. Now, I guess, are you like representing your company at all on social? Like, is it at all mentioned in your profile? Because then I start to see it. Like, right. if in your bio, right above your, your lewd photos is like, community manager of fandom then i'm starting to see where there could be some issue but no if you're just my name and a picture and then nah. only fans promotion that's fucking bullshit if a company wants to get in there especially during the pandemic when i even people who are doing well got a little survivalist brained on that one in a panzerfaust <laughs> can't crack down in uh, a pancake <laughs> andrew do you have a social media policy at your company uh like, is there like an actual like laid out here's what you can we, and can't do yes we do yeah we do too i don't know if this violates it we'll find out it's day. mostly it our social media policy is almost entirely limited to what we can and can't say about the company and the industry mm. It's there's not a whole lot of on your Conduct. social media, you're representing the company. So don't swear or like don't <laughs> post nudes. Like I, I don't think there's anything like that. It's all don't about like take the Lord's name in vain. Yeah. <laughs> it's all like you can't say this thing about that you can't like repost things about you know our products without saying you know, that I'm a employee and you can't like talk about how the business is doing and right. anything that could be insider trading, that kind of shit. Right. Interesting. 
I, that reminds me, I saw a TikTok today of, you remember that trend where people would be like, oh, mom, Oprah Winfrey dead at 57, you know, or whatever, like that, that trend where you'd freak out your parents by pretending that their favorite celebrity died. <laughs> like, no, I don't remember no. that. It was a funny trend. It happened. It was like over Christmas this year um, or maybe two years ago. I don't remember. Someone did that with their mom, but it was like, oh, mom. Jesus Christ spotted like, and the mom was like send it to me send it to like she's fucking hook line and say and I think the daughter said like spotted in Ohio and she was like send it where is it where is it and she was like crying and stuff and it was like oh we're doomed we're we're actually doomed like was, yeah if the second coming of Jesus Christ happened would it be a trending thing on, on Twitter? On that TikTok? would just be that would just be a Wednesday. Just like, oh yeah, Jesus is here. It kind of sucks. You know, he's not he's not super with the times. I don't know. We gotta, we keep we going back move. to Jesus on this one. Yeah, it's he's, a gold mine. He's Jesus. our Lord and Savior, Lucas. Oh, valid. He's going God to save this podcast. Jesus of Nazareth is going to. Bless us with thousands and thousands of listeners. I will he save us from the Supreme Court? Uh, that rule <laughs> oh, that a fuck. hypothetical web designer doesn't have to create a website for a hypothetical gay couple. Uh, Jesus, fake gay guy, Jesus Christ will objectively do the opposite of what you are asking. <laughs> the things done in his name are why we are getting this type of stuff. So, yeah. No, the Supreme Court's going to be his first target. He's going to be flying down from heaven like a cruise missile. And he's going to just just a burning asteroid that crashes into the Supreme Court building. Free bird. (laughs) No, even flow comes on. Even flow. (laughs) Just the arms, perfect spread eagle, like skydiving pose to get maximum terminal velocity. When he impacts the fucking Supreme Court. Thousands dead in the Washington DC <laughs> <Yeah>. era. <laughs> it's a den of sin. They'll drain the swamp. The crater, no formerly known as Washington, DC. Yeah. The eastern seaboard wiped out. Just like that student debt. Oh no. Oh My wait. Bad. I I looked into that a little bit. There are actually a couple of avenues to move forward there. The Biden administration <laughs> probably is not going to. No, it's the, same the fact the... that they didn't announce immediately what their plan was means that they don't have one. That is the exact same energy as fucking when Hillary won the Democratic nomination. It was like, here's how Bernie Sanders could still be that. It's like, guys, guys, wrap it up. It's It's over. <laughs> it's done, man. I get it. You want to be optimistic. You want to pretend that it's not over, but y'all, y'all, it's over. Yeah. One day, Uh, maybe. Keep making those minimum payments, Lucas, and dreaming. You never know. I I don't know if I necessarily need to be out there with this, but like, I'm in a relatively good place with paying off my student loans, like relative to the world. Yeah. But also like, I... It would be life changing. Like if I got like the three grand or so I have left on that paid off or like, hey, all the money I paid off during the pandemic, if that comes back to me, that's like 
cool. I roll that into like a longer term savings account. Like that's condo money in a couple mm-hmm. of years. And like, that's maybe um, he said condo money in LA <laughs> in oh. a couple of years. We just had this conversation. <laughs> also true. But like, also it, I would, that's what the government is supposed to do. In my opinion, like that's how the economy is actually stimulated in a meaningful way for its citizens to like, yeah, no, you can make major purchases like that, like within your lifetime, like possibly. Yeah, Lucas, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think the corporate landlords just hoovering up every single entry level, single family home so they can charge unbelievably price fixed rent. That's what actually stimulates the economy. Like these four companies making trillions of dollars. That's that's what really does it, you know. I, especially when you consider those uh, those companies are people. They like, are legally, yeah. Like, yeah. Objectively, human beings. just like us, man. Huh? They have souls. <laughs> Jesus died for their sins. <laughs> I. And like, I don't, I'm going to hell for this one, folks. Fucking Monsanto in the confession booth. Just like, well, where do we start? I gave a lot of people cancer. (laughs) Like so much cancer. And we knew about it for a long time. And like, what's actually fucked up is like, that's not even like the most radical version of my opinion about this shit. Like property, (laughs) land should not cost money or the government uh, should subsidize it so heavily that everyone can afford to live places because when you have those basic needs provided for you, that provides more money to do what you want to live a fulfilling life, but then also spend money more freely, which again, stimulates the economy. I don't, the shit isn't hard. Lucas is normalizing himself by saying we should cancel student student loans. Yeah. That's the, that's the mainstream Lucas opinion. So we gotta we gotta dive deeper. Let's find these I can these off the beaten paths opinions. Let's go. I mean, he he is right though. I mean, like there is a there's tangible evidence that shows that some of the reason why the economy exploded over the last you know year and a half after the worst part of the pandemic was over with was because people weren't paying for their student loans, so they had that money to spend on other shit, which made the economy grow, yeah. like. And it's just, it was obvious. And yeah, I don't want to think about it in the frame of, well, it'll make my capitalism better if if I don't have student loans. But that is the world we live in. I mean, canceling student loans is just the most fucking like backwards way to do universal college education. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We, the three of us went to a public university that bankrupted people. People from out of state that went to our school, like genuinely, yeah, will be in student loan debt for the rest of their life. Like it's fucked up. I didn't. And again, not a private university. No, <laughs> this is this is the university of the state, the big yeah. one. And just a just a like good, bordering on and, great school. Not yeah. a, and as in state residents, we got the homie discount, yeah. and the yeah. homie discount is still an absurd amount of money for education and i still got fucked over by republicans my valedictorian scholarship should have been a free ride but scott walker limited that to 10 grand i oh shit yeah that's 
the limiting it from a free ride to 10 grand is like saying you get a new free car versus we gave you an e-scooter <laughs> like that's fucking that is such a huge drop off yeah like 10 grand is a lot of money but not in it's the like, scheme of college right it's like an eighth of your total costs at most if you're I... doing in-state that's great bogus we love it hey can we talk about tony evers being a fucking g oh dude that was so cool hell yeah that's like what me and andrew complain about the most about democrats is how they're not willing to play dirty and like fucking get into the game of politics tony evers game tony evers Evers fucking went goat he he went the michael jordan flu game like just pulling out his bag bro that was lit so I don't know. For people who don't know, Wisconsin has a fucked line item veto rule written into our constitution. So the governor can like veto individual letters of bills that are put on their desk and then basically, basically make, make a it brand new say bill. something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he did mad libs. Yeah. He crossed he out Scrabble. 30, crossed out 34 letters of a, a school funding bill that then guaranteed that they would increase school funding for the next 400 years. <laughs> that is fucking... king shit, though. No, it's amazing. It's one of the best things I've ever seen a Democrat do. Like, that is like that is what Republicans do every fucking day. But the fact that a Democrat is finally like, all right, look, we can't win. Like, let's fucking get in it. Let's see he, what we can he... do here. He took the logic of SpongeBob writing on the dumpster when he saw Squidward smells <laughs> and writing Ugh. good to change the whole meaning. To, he he did that with a budget law for the state of Wisconsin. Yeah. It's fucking gold, man. <sighs> that, and it. if that's his, his crowning achievement as governor, I know he's had some mixed reviews so far, then you know what? <laughs> I think you can I think you can walk away happy. If he inspires even one millennial fucking borderline like roosevelt democrat to be like you know what maybe we gotta get down in the muck a little bit here then it would have been worth it i you're telling me we can win by memeing on them all right i'm in it (laughs) tell me we just gotta be not uppity and like oh we have more respect for the office than that and then we can actually get shit done wow shocker I didn't know this, but Joe Biden is in the silent generation. Jesus fucking no. Christ. <laughs> Joe Biden was born in 1942. Oh, <laughs> Joe, Biden. Joe Biden isn't even a boomer. I, he was born before World War II ended. Yeah. Jesus. Joe Biden was born shortly after Pearl Harbor. <laughs> um, I don't know. Someone just did like an analysis of like American presidents after JFK. And how, like, obviously JFK was the youngest president ever elected to office, so it's he's an outlier. But, like, you would kind of expect, you know, it's four to eight years after president got elected, usually they would trend a little younger every time. Mm-hmm. And, like, they kind of did until Reagan just completely fucked everything. Like, yep. Reagan was significantly older than JFK, who was elected 20 years before him. <laughs> and it was like, ah, that's where it all went awry. And then suddenly it was just all boomers all the time forever. And then just when you thought it was worst and Trump was like, ah, mega boomer, fucking Joe Biden comes in from the silent generation to just like be the cherry on top. 
and yeah, it's just a, another sign of like what you're talking about with the economy and how baby boomers are kind of just refusing to clear space for that next generation of earners in the country. And mm-hmm. that next generation in politics is just a microcosm because it's so much more based on like incumbents and mm-hmm. not wanting to challenge someone who's an incumbent. So you basically have to wait for a state to flip in order to actually win like a new seat because it's just going to be the incumbent seat for 20 years. And half the time, even if that state manages to flip a lot of the time, the next election, it's, (laughs) it's the previous guy that lost that's running again. No, of course. But like also when you talk about states flipping states flip red too. And then it's a democratic incumbent who's getting ousted by some fucking yeah marjorie taylor green yeah, exactly yeah the the Lauren young Bobber. politicians are the craziest and the most conservative yeah because except for the, the squad but they're still not really doing a whole lot they're not doing enough and it's because yeah fucking democrats are the kings of the fucking incumbent bullshit just like ah we we're the good yeah. guys look at feinstein yeah don't vote he us still don't vote us leave. no absolutely not i don't know man Feinstein the... might be somewhat brain dead at this point, and I don't mean that to be insensitive. I'll but... be insensitive. Yeah. <laughs> Thought we learned this lesson. I don't know. It's pretty easy to do. Just just step down when it's when it's politically opportune to step down. Like fucking yeah, you're gonna die. Deal with it and don't fuck over millions and millions of other people. I don't know. Sorry, RBG. You were you were a legend, but <laughs> God damn it. But you had been told be... for years to our yeah. RBG had cancer for a yeah. really long mm-hmm. time. She had so many opportunities. Yep. What and did she want to wait for Clinton to name her successor? I think that's it. Yeah. No, genuinely. I think I think she didn't think that Barack Obama had that like the fucking mandate to replace her with someone properly liberal enough or whatever. And she was like, if Hillary comes in, then She'll yeah, Hillary Clinton AOC known will for be being the, the most liberal <laughs> of the Democrats. I mean, not that RB RBG was like a staunch militant leftist or something, but yeah, like as far as Supreme Court goes, I guess that's about as good as it's gonna get. Fucking judges, man. We need we yeah. need a fucking like hardcore anarchist judge. <laughs> it's just yeah, like... no, I, I need I think we need to put a zoomer. You know, it's like you're, court. you're innocent because I don't believe this court has any power. <laughs> Just bam, it's the gavel. Like, ooh, this is going to get saucy. I mean, now we're circling like some of my actual most radical opinions. <laughs> but uh, even if I attach in Minecraft to it, I don't know if I want that soundbite <laughs> attributed to me on the internet. When you run for office, <laughs> it's blunt. I don't think the government should exist. How. <laughs> What are you going to do as a senator, uh, <laughs> young gravy? Um, <laughs> I'm going to make assassination legal. <laughs> I'm going to install the purge, but like all the time, <laughs> like a permanent state of purge for forever. I'm, I'm going to install the purge, but it's only legal if they have a net worth over $5 million. <laughs> Oh, we're flipping the want. script. They've been able to do whatever they want with impunity. Now we can do whatever we want to them with impunity. Okay. We're nailing it. Fucking Senator Gravy of the great state of Wisconsin. Yeah. Votes. Yay. 
on Bill 382 on the Senate floor. <laughs> All crime against billionaires is now legal. <laughs> oh, man. The speaking robbery. Of, the robbery of people would be out of control. It. Uh, who saw Asteroid City? What did we think of Asteroid City? I quite I liked it. it. Them too. <laughs> and <laughs> there's going to be a fight. Oh, no. Um, Ryan, you said you you still haven't seen it, right? No, I haven't. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw it with Jade. I was pretty disappointed. Wow. Um, yeah, I didn't hate it. But like. I, I was really, really looking forward to this movie because yeah. one, I like Wes Anderson and two, I thought right. this was going to be like the perfect vibe. Um, But let's hear let's hear the positives first. Let's I want to start out with what you thought was good about the movie. Oh, my. um, I think that. Uh, I felt th- I, I feel like it is uh, a solid like quarantine film, like a solid living through COVID film, just like the experiences of dealing with that uncertainty and loss in confidence and grief, the kind of grief that I think we all experienced to some degree during the pandemic. Uh, I felt like the film captured that beautifully. Uh, on a personal note, that was a really good depiction of gifted and talented kids that uh, didn't at all have their uh, intelligence be a shield from just the experience of being a teenager. Uh, that was all great, in my opinion. Uh, Ricky Cho, standout. Loved him. Uh, d- the line, I'm going to take you all the way to the Supreme Court and win. Uh, rings differently after the Supreme Court rulings, but uh, I appreciated it in the film. And like, I I thought that the layers of storytelling that were happening, uh, I found that to be a fun device. I could see how that could come off as a little contrived of this is, we're not seeing a play, we're seeing a documentary of the making of the play inserted alongside the actual play. Um, and like an imaginary version of the play that is somehow separate from the reality of that play itself. Uh, yes. Uh, and then also just, I mean, it's a Wes Anderson film. There are a lot of good uh, visuals in that uh, outside of the symmetry. I, the, uh, not direct, wait, no, I think he was a director. Uh, him getting divorced while being framed as though he is in a box with the label fragile, do not crush. That was that was the perfect amount of too much for me. And yeah, no, I I liked it. I it, to me personally, and like the circles I'm running in, uh, maybe the best since Budapest, maybe better than Budapest. I need more time to think about it. Okay, I I was gonna like take it easy on you, but like no, no shot is this better than Grand Budapest Hotel. I just mm. I can't. I was. Like, dude, no, no fucking way. <laughs> this, like, I was going to say I didn't hate this movie, and it was actually like fairly solid, but it was just trying to do too much. No, this movie was bullshit. Uh, wow. It just was. And again, didn't hate it. I definitely don't think I would like recommend it to people. I wouldn't like recommend that people not go see it if they're interested. I think they can form their own opinion. But the movie within the play, within the broadcast, within the movie is. Like Wes Anderson didn't want to make a movie. Wes Anderson wanted to make a Wes Anderson movie. I just think that 
it got kind of up its own ass for a while. And yeah, there were a lot of like good character moments that I liked, but the cutaways to like the random shit happening outside didn't really serve any purpose other than reminding you that Wes Anderson built this within a different story, which is just kind of weird. I will say I did. I did like that. The things that they referenced in the making of the play that were going to happen didn't happen because since the actor had taken too long of a break, he his character wasn't there for them to actually happen, mm-hmm. which changed the reality of that story. I thought that was fun. But the alien shot was, I think, maybe the worst and stupidest shot in film I've ever seen. And I've seen some bad things. The The alien shot was so unbelievably dumb that it, it completely took me out of it. And I thought... That Because I knew there was going to be a dumb alien scene. Like, that was the whole point of the movie. It I was really prepared for a stupid-ass Wes Anderson funny alien thing to happen. This took me completely out of the movie. And the whole Jeff Goldblum is the alien in the alien suit, but also it's claymation. And then the whole, like, you can't wake up if you don't fall asleep. Just... No, that was that was stupid. Not in a cutesy way. That was just bad. I completely disagree with you on this. I I know you do. I could tell that you were going to completely disagree with me. We don't we don't see eye to eye when it comes to this thing. I mean, if we're going into like entire spoilers, I don't know how you break reality. I don't know. How you have like an event that is so, I'm going to use the word alien, that people's perception of reality is shattered than like the very folky, very weird claymation alien that shit. Even the use of claymation to make the alien more alien was good choice. Good choice there. I sign off on that entirely. And fuck you, Jeff Goldman showing up playing the alien for one line was a good gag. That was funny. And he's commenting on like, oh yes, well I think the alien represents isolation. Like that. (laughs) It's dumb. It's stupid. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Wes Anderson like really really just got in on his own shit and he's like oh man it'd be so cool i think he's taking the piss out of himself i don't think he was i think he just like tried to elevate it to the next level and i would not be arguing this hard about it if you wouldn't have said that this was maybe better than the grand budapest hotel it's just it's not on the same level it's just not like even if you really like this movie, which is valid, I just don't. I don't know how you can also be a person that likes Grand Budapest Hotel and think that that might not be as good as Asteroid City. I didn't say Grand Budapest. Grow up! <laughs> Grow up! I I think we have to agree to disagree on this one because, yeah, Asteroid City just... It was like the experience of walking out of it was like the opposite of the experience of walking out of across the Spider-Verse with you and Jade, where Maria and I struggled to talk about Asteroid City because what more can you say about a perfect film? Like that was just ah that that's it. 
Like that, what more can you say about the perfect film? Are you saying that Asteroid City that's, is that's, the perfect film? This is consistent. This is how Lucas presented it when I showed up at his birthday party. It was like perfect. We film. walked out and we were both like, we can't even talk about this because it's so perfect. It's a perfect. It's it is precisely what it is trying to be, and like that is. I'll I'll tell you how how you talk about it. Jade and I walked out of the movie. And Jade looked at me and she said, boy, that fucking sucked. <laughs> What's the best movie you and Jade have seen this year? The best movie that we've you, seen that, that you have that, seen that came out this year that or... you have seen this year. I don't know. We've we've been really bad about seeing movies the last couple months. Spider-Man. Um, uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, Jesus Christ. Not not the perfect movie. It's not. I, I still really enjoyed it. Um. What have I seen this year? Um, 2023 media list. Good thing I've got this written down. Right. Ooh, it's a bad list. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's a real bad list. But like again, like you, you and I have very much agreed starkly on media that we care a lot about. I lest I remind you of the Blade Runner 2049 thing. I threw up in my mouth a little bit there. Um, there. Okay. Uh, also, just as a heads up to you two and everyone listening to this, uh, I saw the animated film The First Slam Dunk at Anime Expo. Uh, I'm going to be really insistent that everyone who has ever touched a basketball should go see this movie. It's going to be like cringe, though. No, it it gets it. It gets what it's like to play high school basketball. It's really good. That's what everyone said about fucking Friday Night Lights, and it was awful. Like this is better than Friday Night Lights. It's not a high bar, but that's the selling point. Is like it's so similar, and then it can pretty easily fall into the uncanny valley of like when it's not perfect, like when it's not American Vandal level, like really getting that source. It just feels so fucking cringe because it's like, yeah, like. Maybe they're even using the right phrases, but like in the context, it comes off as weird. Like it's it's uncanny valley shit. You gotta you gotta fucking bring it if you're gonna try to be faithful. If you're gonna make it into a farce and a satire and everything, then sure you got a little leeway. But if you're trying to be like authentic and like really bought in, then oof, it's a high bar. I found it to be really accurate. I I found it down to the point where it's like they never make a big deal out of it. Like, they never even call it out, but, like, there's a character in this movie who, like, this seems like a dude that, like, would would absolutely have to wear a pair of Jordans to play, and he's just wearing a pair of Jordans. Like, it, they they get it. They get these characters. They get this person. The trash talk in this movie is pretty good. That's fair. Mm. Um... So it seems, though, with Asteroid City, we have a reverse Blade Runner 2049. I love it. Yes. Person... No, not no, not exactly. Because no. my take my take on Asteroid City is not as strong as Jade's. My take is this movie had some good parts and some stuff I really, really didn't like. And it's mostly disappointing because my frame of reference are the other movies that this guy has made that I enjoyed the absolute shit out of. And I think that this kind of did that style a disservice and so i'm not really into the movie and it's disappointing that way and lucas says that it's the perfect movie blade runner 20 2049 was me and jade saying 
this is one of the best movies we've seen in a really long time. And Lucas saying, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. So not not quite the same. Because hmm. that, that, that dichotomy is more, was is so... Is it just that Lucas is more hard. prone to hyperbole? That's my I am a writer, question. I'll admit that. Yeah, is Lucas more prone to fucking laying Writers on have line. to master nuance. <laughs> they can't just be a one or a zero. Lucas Andrew, is I know writers binary. that use subtext and they're all cowards. Yeah. Lucas is binary as fuck. He sees the world straight black and white. No gray whatsoever. Nice. It's great. No. Uh, Asteroid City, certified fresh. Same with uh, Blade Runner 2049. Definitely not as well reviewed as Blade Runner 2049. So if we're going to use general consensus, because I feel like I'm going to end up in the same position where I can't watch it because it's going <laughs> to, there's going to be an answer. There's going to be another. Well, but you you still might fall somewhere in between. Like, cause yeah, it's but not, that's bullshit. It's that's not so far apart. Cause if you watch Blade Runner 2049, I really doubt that you will think that it is either the best or the worst movie you've ever seen. If you watch Asteroid City, the range is the best movie ever to not that great. It's mm. not the range of the best ever to the worst ever. Like that's it's so much easier to fall in that range between where the and I Runner. are on Asteroid City. Oh, well, no, for Blade. Oh, no, for Blade Runner, it'd be easier to fall in between no. right because blade runner has a much wider or, sorry range. not in between Cl- yeah to fall close to how we feel about it ah i can be I mean. a less biased judge yeah because you your opinion might be ah, not that great or it might be ah, pretty good i really doubt you're gonna think it's the best movie ever though <laughs> yeah I don't Hopefully think Asteroid streams. City is the best movie ever. I think it's a perfect movie. You said it's the perfect movie. Perfect hey, movie does kind of imply best movie ever. Like I feel like best movie is different from your favorite movie. That's for sure. Like I, I have favorite movies that I don't think are nearly as perfect as some of the some of the classic films out there that, like you say, do what they're setting out to do but that means that I don't necessarily enjoy them as much as other movies that maybe took bigger swings and failed in some parts, but succeeded in a lot of others. I so. like, I, as a point of comparison, like, uh, and to be clear that I'm not totally immune to this, I'll acknowledge that the movie, the first slam dunk had some script and pacing problems, but I've never seen a piece of media okay. convey like just how intimidating and overwhelming it is to play against a zone defense for the first time as a 17 year old. Uh, so no. for I'm into first it. time zone defense is really popular for like middle school level basketball. You can't shoot the outside shot. That's how you beat a zone. That's why Berlin's shooting. men basketball was ass. <laughs> yes. They didn't, they weren't up to speed. You've got no, to or not. The whole, that's literally the phrase is shooting a team out of the zone. Like if a team pulls up in a zone, you have to hit your shots, which will then make them leave the zone because a zone defense objectively cannot like defend. If you do a five out like rotation, a zone defense objectively can't defend it because there's always one defender in the middle of the zone. So it's really popular in like younger levels of basketball because people are fucking hucking it like they they don't even know how to shoot the outside shot at that point like there's no way that the first time you come up against a zone is when you're 17 years old like what the fucking country bumpkin ass 
league where you play. This is my problem. Rural Wisconsin's this league. This is my problem. Yeah, no, y'all, y'all, yikes. I got ran off my basketball team junior year because I was told by my coach at like face to face, just like, hey, we like you. Like, want you to be on the team, think you're gonna be great. Leveling with you, you're not gonna play. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, bye. Like, I'm not. <laughs> not fucking devoting my entire life for four months to a team that I'm never, you're telling me to my face, you're never going to let me play in an actual game. Cool. <laughs> See you never. So, and I fucking came up against one, three, ones, two, threes, three, twos, one, three, one traps. We had, we had a, we had a two, one, two. That was wild. Cause they had two six footers in fifth grade, which is <laughs> Wait, I, scary. <laughs> hold up. Brian, I'm assuming you were like 6'2", 6'3", like when you were 16. Not even as a relief guy? Not even as like, you know, we're going to get you in there so a starter can get like a minute to catch their breath? No, we had other guys that were better at basketball and also around my side. I don't know. We weren't that good. Like, we were fine. I think we made the playoffs, but like, we weren't like a juggernaut. Like, we had one dude in my grade who made varsity as a freshman, and then we had one guy who came from Milwaukee and just absolutely dominated. Like he was our star player by a mile and like everyone else was just juniors and seniors that worked their way up through the levels were probably starters on the freshman team and then a starter on JV and then became a starter on varsity as a junior or senior. Like, I don't know. It was nothing special, but yeah, I was told I'm into the bench. I'm not going to play. And I was like, Oh, why would you tell me that? (laughs) You know, and then and then he qualified it after that with like and if you do it'll be because of our stellar summer program that really got you to that next level and it was like oh so even if i do end up like being good enough you're gonna take the credit and say i had nothing to do with it cool story bro so no no i yeah i was like six two i was a i was i was a starter on the football team and they were like nah end of the bench baby Mm. Not a, not an unathletic guy. Probably not the best. I'll acknowledge I wasn't the best basketball player. I was I was eight. I was eight. They never gave me a chance, man. In seventh grade, I was on the B team, and it was the greatest greatest season of my life. Just being being dominant amongst. Maybe that's where I started the whole like video game thing, where it's like, oh, it's fun to be just like stomping the CP. <laughs> Just like Ryan doesn't I want a know. fair fight. No, I don't. It's more fun when you're definitely wants to fight under his weight class. Yeah. They'd send us out to fucking Gale Ettrick Trempolo and they with the what B the team. hell is that? Yeah, there'd be some like five foot four kid with glasses trying to guard me and just fucking post spins, knocking my baby hooks down, dropping twenty-two points like it's like it's just day at day at the office. It was fun times. You've never heard of Gale Ettrick Trempolo, Andrew? I'm going to revoke your Wisconsin card. Dale Ettrick Trempolo. I think it's somewhere else. I think it's three schools or like three cities that had to combine to make a single high school because they're so small. Oh, that's why it's just three names smashed together. (laughs) Dale Ettrick Trempolo. Like Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, They didn't even try to do it. Winchester Remington Colt. Yeah. school. (laughs) Fucking Elrond, baby. No, um, 
really quick because I know we're running really long. Well, you guys were talking about Asteroid City. I was looking through old medical records that I had to get for like new st- shit that I finally got from like high school. Yep. Um, did you know that like on your doctor's report when they're like writing about like what you came in for and like all that bullshit, they have like a a mood. Like they they have like disposition. Oh. And then, like, and then they like fill in like how you were during the appointment. Most of the time, mine's pleasant, but <laughs> I didn't know that they're like evaluating your 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 behavior. I didn't know that either. Um, uh, maybe that was just my doctor. I have no idea. But I like, thought you were gonna say some super fucked up stuff. Like, no, just hey, like mood. Did you guys know that when you went in for a doctor as a kid, they measured your balls? <laughs> <laughs> I got, got a that. record on here of how big my balls were. Yeah, I remember I, can... I got that once. Like I got turn and cough once. Oh, like that was yeah. I thought you were oh, talking about no. measurement, and I was like, no, no. checking like, for a hernia is yeah. different than or just like development issue or whatever. Yeah, once, dude. What kind of sports program were you in? Yeah, you, what wait, was I Berlin had to do that doing? every single time. Every single year, you're supposed to get a physical. That's the reason why you have to get the physicals is to make sure yeah. you don't have a heart defect and make sure you don't have a hernia. I don't know, man. Berlin rinky dink operation. You guys, I don't know we what's went to going the same on. Place. In the Fox yeah. I had a different experience. Lucas's doctor was like super anti big harnia medicine. Like he's just like, nah, it's not real. Like it's it's totally fine. You don't even have to check for it. It's good. Well, like my dad's dermatologist that said there's no such <gasps> thing as SPF over thirty. Oh fuck! Yeah, that's negligent. Jesus Christ. I think that's uh, a good place to end it. Um, yeah, call it. Well, we can't talk about uh, how I beat the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom AMA. It's already been two hours. Wow, uh, valid. Okay. Ask also, I don't want spoilers. Oh, are you still? Um, not done. I'm not done yet. Okay. Good video game. Andrew will probably disagree, but good video game. Uh, no, no. Uh, thank you all for listening to episode 225 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, which will almost certainly be titled Don't Come to Worship Tomorrow. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Amazing. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Check us out there. Actually, the link in the description. Thank you to our Patreons. Uh, Tiffany Cole, Sucky Badger, Sensual Richard Nixon. Join them in supporting us if you're so inclined. Uh, follow us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast. Follow me at Lucas DeWriter on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing. Uh, but also at LucasDeWriter.BlueSkySocial.com or whatever that handle is. I, I'm i still Lucas DeWriter on Blue Sky. Follow me there. I'm, I'm posting more there now because it's better. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week. Goodbye. <laughs>